Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Crossover Cross Time podcast. We're back on June 30th of 2023, uh, just hours away from the true opening of free agency. We've already had some moves and some some rumblings of what's going to happen and what has happened. And it's it promises to be as has become the tradition in recent seasons, especially uh, a day or a couple days of of intrigue of a lot of uh questions and answers curiosity around the new teams and new players uh outlook for next season it's going to be a lot of fun so we're just going to break down what we can today first of all i'm your host karsten welcome to the show and or welcome back to the show whether you've been listening previously or you're brand new to the podcast either way we really appreciate your support on the show definitely check out the instagram page as well crossover across time uh on instagram we share content from the show of course but also do our best to like and share content from across the nba so it's a great place uh along with the podcast of course to stay up to date with what's going on in the nba and hopefully get that historic perspective that we aim to provide um Right now, I've got a lot of different uh, screens and information pulled up, and there's been a ton of action over the last week. If you remember, our last episode was a week ago, uh, last Friday, where we recapped the NBA draft. Uh, those rookies, of course, have had the opportunity to do uh, you know, their first press conferences with their new teams. They've gotten their jersey numbers, photo shoots with their jerseys, you know, all that fun stuff. But now, of course, the focus is free agency. What is going to happen? And I've written down all the news bulletins uh, related to free agency, and it's taking up multiple pages. And so I think we're going to do it this way. Of course, if you tune into any show, you know, whether it's on ESPN, NBA TV, uh, any of those, you know, you're going to see them focus on the two or three big headlining items of free agency, players, teams, those type of things. Um I'm going to break our news items. Uh, well, I'm going to report them in a reverse order compared to what I normally would. We're going to start with some of the stuff that may have slipped in between the cracks up till this point that you haven't heard about and lead up to the the bigger ticket items, if you will. Uh, firstly, let's start with some non-necessarily free agency related items. Uh, the uh, Well, this one actually is free agency related, uh, and it kind of helps set the foundation for what we're talking about today the new cba was officially signed uh, by the nba and its players and it will take effect tomorrow july 1st so we'll have a new cba that will of course impact and influence uh this free agency period in particular um news about the we, we talked about the g league affiliate that was going to be established for the portland trailblazers um they they finally have gotten their name the rip city remix sounds like a fun name looked like i, I saw a brief snippet of a logo potentially using the red, but also like a cream color, kind of emphasizing some throwback type stuff. Looks like a cool uh, kind of combination of things. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, cool to hear that news. Um, official news on Wen Binyama uh, for the Spurs. First of all, the big one, uh, he will join the Spurs uh, Summer League squad at the beginning of the Las Vegas Summer League. He won't be playing in Sacramento. And his height has been officially listed at seven feet, three and a half inches. I know there was reports that he might be seven, four, maybe even seven, five, seven foot, three and a half. That's the official wording from the Spurs. So just a nice little update there. A couple items out of Milwaukee real quick as well, before we dive into the free agency specific items. Uh, firstly, Adrian Griffin has promoted Sydney, uh, Sydney Dobner 
to his coaching staff, and she becomes the first female assistant coach in the franchise's history. So congratulations to her. Uh, and then Brooke Lopez was recently awarded the 2023 Bob Lanier Community Assist Award. So congratulations to him for winning that award as well. Uh, those are the main items that are not tied to a player or a team uh, making moves in free agency. So let's go ahead and start with uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thunder have declined the team option on forward Lindy Waters the uh, third, his contract. So he will enter unrestricted free agency. Uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they've declined the team option on forward center Nathan Knight's contract. He will also enter unrestricted free agency. Sacramento Kings have accepted the team option on forward Kessler Edwards contract. So he will remain with the team for this upcoming season, as will uh, Ish Wainwright of the Phoenix Suns. They have accepted his team option as well. For the Orlando Magic, another accepted team option, Goga Bitadze. So he will remain with the team. Uh, For the Chicago Bulls, Forward Derek Jones Jr. will not opt into his player option for the 2023-2024 NBA season. He will enter unrestricted free agency. Um, Trailblazers have declined the team option on Kevin Knox's contract. He will enter unrestricted free agency. Uh, a bulk of items for the Detroit Pistons. Firstly, the Pistons have accepted the team option on forward Eugene Omarui's contract uh, and also the team option on forward uh, Isaiah Livers' contract. They have waived RJ Hampton, uh, the guard, and they've accepted the team option on Alec Burks's contract. A few items for the New Orleans Pelicans as well. The Pelicans have declined the team option on Willie Hernan Gomez's contract, and he will enter unrestricted free agency. Um, the Pelicans have a, a, oh, excuse me. Pelicans have extended a qualifying offer to uh, Herb Jones. Pelicans have accepted the team option on Najee Marshall's contract. And the Pelicans and uh, Garrett Temple have agreed to extend the deadline to guarantee his contract until July 7th, meaning they have another week or so to decide if they want to guarantee that contract, keep him on, or if he, they will waive him, not guarantee the contract, and he'll become a re- unrestricted free agent. Uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks, Javon Carter will not opt into his player option for this upcoming season, and he will enter unrestricted free agency as will Montrez Harrell of the Philadelphia 76ers. He is also not opting into his player option. Uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies, they have accepted the team option on uh, forward center Xavier Tillman Sr.'s contract, so he will be with them next season. Uh, as, uh, similarly, Talon Horton Tucker of the Utah Jazz, he will opt into his player option for the upcoming season as well. For the Clippers, the Clippers have declined to guarantee uh, Eric Gordon's contract. He will become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, the Hornets have extended a qualifying offer to Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, and Theo Maladon to make all three of those players restricted free agents. For the Miami Heat, Victor Oladipo will opt into his player option, so he'll be with this team the this coming season. Houston Rockets have accepted the team option on uh, Kenya Martin Jr.'s contract. Uh, And the Knicks, uh, actually, we have a few items for the Knicks, so let's jump into that. Firstly, the Knicks have accepted the team option on Miles McBride's contract. They have declined the team option on Derrick Rose's contract, and he will become an unrestricted free agent. Then the Knicks uh, and Josh Hart, they originally had agreed to extend the deadline on his player option until today. And uh, either yesterday or today, he did opt into his player option. So Josh Hart will return to the New York Knicks. Um, for the Lakers, they will accept the team option on Jared Vanderbilt's contract. 
for the Golden State Warriors, uh, Dante DiVincenzo will not opt into his player option for the upcoming season. He will enter unrestricted free agency. The Timberwolves have declined to guarantee Torian Prince's contract, and he will become a unrestricted free agent. But they have uh, agreed to terms with Nas Reed on a new three-year, $42 million contract with a player option. So he's extended. He's going to stay with the franchise. That's a great move for them, I think, that backup center spot. Now we're starting to get a little bit more into the the bigger headlining players of the free agency period. For the Utah Jazz, uh, Jordan Clarkson, he's opted into his player option. So he will be back the flamethrower for the Jazz. Uh, I think that's a pretty good move for both sides. For the Sacramento Kings, uh, they have agreed to terms on a new extension with Harrison Barnes, a three-year, $54 million contract extension. Again, that's a great move. He was such a key part of their success this season, this past season. Uh, so I think it's great to bring him back. It's still a fairly, you know, he's got a lot of years left in the league. So I think that's a good move. For the Chicago Bulls, here's a big one. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, he has agreed with the Bulls on to on terms for a new three-year, $60 million contract extension. So the Bulls are going to keep Vucevic around, and that adds to the intrigue as far as what the Bulls' plans are for the coming seasons, their outlook, their strategy in building and maintaining this squad. Uh, and then the main one, this is where we're really getting into the hot topics at the current moment. For the Philadelphia 76ers, James Harden is opting into his player option for this upcoming season. However, that is uh, a precursor to now trade discussions. Um, and I imagine it's just a lot of it has to do with wanting to, to get a certain amount of money first, but also wanting to do a trade and then giving him that flexibility, go to a team first and then see how things go. I'm, I'm not sure. It's a little hazy for me, but apparently Clippers and Knicks are kind of the, the key teams in the discussion on that front so keep an eye out for that finally we do have a trade that happened that we have to announce this actually was a few days ago uh the atlanta hawks traded john collins to the utah jazz in exchange for rudy gay and a future second round pick uh some people kind of talking about not a lot of a not a very big haul for the atlanta hawks uh and you know in exchange for setting off a guy that at one point in his career was a borderline who maybe he could be an all-star pick He's struggled in recent seasons, especially since a uh, finger injury. Um, and the Jazz bring in a guy, you know, they send off Rudy Gay, who's an he's an aging player, still productive when he when he's on the floor at least a little bit. But they bring in a guy in John Collins, who has that upside still, fairly young. See if he can recover from an injury and come back better than ever. Um, that adds to their kind of front court depth. To me, it seems like the Jazz are a touch overloaded in some ways in their front court, especially with Taylor Hendricks having been the recent draft selection, um, their top draft pick, uh, ninth overall. So you have Markinen, Collins, and Kessler, uh, you know, all rookie first teamer with Hendricks, Olenek if you bring him back. It just seems a little crowded in some senses, but maybe some of that will get resolved in time but um that's it for the news items that i had listed but i'm sure we've got a lot more within just the last couple of hours that we'll need to comb through and make sure we report on um i updated this just about an hour or so prior to doing this podcast um i'm actually doing this in a break at work so that's part of the fun of trying to make sure I'm staying up to date with what's going on. Before I hit record here, we I did see that we have a trade that broke within the last hour or so, and we're still 
getting updated on what the details are going to be on this trade. Let me see if we can get uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, see if he can break, uh, shine some light on this. And oh, is Twitter going to be difficult for me today? It's not even going to let me look at his tweets without making an account. Fantastic. I guess now is as good a time as any to set up a Twitter account. This has got to be, it's certainly not a podcast first as far as, you know, all recorded podcasts in human history. Um, But it's definitely not a ideal experience uh, for the listener, I'm sure, to have someone setting up an account in the meantime. Um, But we got to make sure that we can see all the latest updates. Um, This is an interesting authentication. Doing one of those, oh, make sure you're not a robot type of things. Um, Anyways, yeah, it it looks like a trade between the Brooklyn Nets and the Detroit Pistons that is going to bring Joe Harris to the Pistons um, along with some picks. So it'll be interesting to see what Brooklyn is getting in exchange for this move. I haven't seen the return package uh, listed yet, and that's mainly what I was looking to to check here. Um, But again, we have to make a Twitter account to be able to see this. Uh, So we got my confirmation code here. You know, I almost wonder if they they knew. Oh, he's been checking the Woj Twitter frequently, and now it's the eve of free agency. Now is going to be the time to require a Twitter account to be able to see. Um, and I guess we got a we got a Twitter account now. Congratulations. Um, it's asking me what I want to see. I really don't care right now. I just want to see, um, yeah, come on, come on here. Follow one or more accounts. We'll follow ESPN. There you go. Jeez. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Oh, that was a few days ago. Okay. Sorry about this again for the listener experience here. Let's check out what Woj has got here. Yes. Nets are trading Joe Harris and two second round picks to the Pistons. Um, 2027 second round pick and a 2029 second round pick. Both of those via different teams. No updates on what Brooklyn is getting in return. The Nets are creating. Oh, I see. Nets create a $19.9 million traded player exception and the flexibility to explore more deal-making this summer. Okay, so I guess it clears up some cap-type stuff. Trailblazers waving forward Trendon Watford. Um, and I'm also, I have a, an updated roster set here that I'm making changes to as we do this. Uh, so that's another part of this whole acrobatics that we're running here. So Trenton Watford released by the Trailblazers. So starting to clear up their roster. By the end of the season, Trail the Portland Trailblazers had probably 20 guys on their roster. I'm not sure how they were able to do that, but uh, 
kind of an interesting one. Yeah, Harrison Barnes, we saw that. Uh, Josh Hart, of course, returning to the Knicks. We mentioned that as well. Um, we have a list here as well of um, – I accidentally closed the window. We have a list of the um, free agency as far as what teams have opted in, opted out, uh, what players have opted in and or opted out on certain deals. So we have a lot of other information there as well. And uh, again, a lot of this I've tried to update. We've reported these. Uh, we've reported team options, qualifying offers. This is something where, I mean, I have a lot of them listed as far as the potential restricted free agents, notable ones there. Uh, Kobe White and Ayo Desomu of the Bulls. That's an intriguing one. Grant Williams for the Celtics. That's kind of interesting. Um, Miles Bridges, of course, with the Hornets. That one's very intriguing. Um Austin Reeves is a big one, as well as Rui Hachimura for the Lakers. Um, Cameron Johnson for the Nets. That's a big restricted free agent as well. Uh, Herb Jones for the Pelicans. Um, Darius Baisley, that's kind of an interesting one for the Phoenix Suns. Small little note there, but he's been a nice, okay forward. Nikhil Alexander-Walker for the Timberwolves. Matisse Seibel and Cam Reddish for the Trailblazers. Um, and yeah, so there's a lot of notable restricted free agents uh, and then whether they've been issued qualifying offers or not. So Nikhil Alexander has not been Nikhil Alexander Walker has not been issued a uh, qualifying offer. So he's a free agent as is Darius Bailey, Jackson Hayes. That's a notable one. Cam Reddish, Romeo Langford. Um, and then a bunch of the two way players are either uh Restricted with team offers or unrestricted. A few of those have become unrestricted. Mac McClung in that list. Uh, Jay Huff, Jared Butler. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of interesting notes here. Again, it looks like the trade trade player exception is the main thing that uh, the Nets will be receiving in that deal. What else do we have? It looks like Ramona Shelburne is reporting the Sixers are not planning to extend Tyrese Maxey this summer. Uh, he is still seen as a big part of their future, but the team wants to delay an extent, extension for him to preserve flexibility. Interesting. We'll have to see what happens there. Um, yeah, doing our best to keep up. Of course, we do still have a couple of hours before free agency gets going in full force. Um, what else do we have here? Yeah, Mo Bamba, Malik Beasley are both departing from the Lakers, or at least they're waived. I guess there is still that possibility that they're able to be re-signed. Projected um, salaries, a lot to comb through. When we get into the discussion as far as the free agency preview and what to look for here, um, of course, Harden and Kyrie seem to be, as is the case with a lot of the past off-seasons, they seem to be the headlining guys, you know. With Kyrie, there's a lot of thought that the prevailing sentiment was that he would return to Dallas simply because the market for him is not as wide open as maybe in past seasons. Um, you know, there's scenarios where maybe it's a sign and trade, um, maybe some teams sign him outright, but really it's not as big of a market. Um, and you wonder if there's maybe some burnt bridges that have kind of spread as far as, you know, 
influencing other teams like do we want to bring him on as talented as he is even though there's you know with the risks in mind i suppose uh so fred van vliet is going to be a big name to watch as well he's kind of along with Kyrie, the big name point guards scoring guards on the market chris middleton it'll be interesting to see if milwaukee can re-sign him of course he's an unrestricted free agent at the moment draymond green if he returns to golden state then they have maybe a chance to continue things if he doesn't then are they the same type of team does he bring a certain element to a contender that will help push them over the edge. You have guys like Brooke Lopez, who is, you know, borderline defensive player of the year conversation. Uh, if he stays with Milwaukee or if they start to restructure the way they have their team, there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of great players, or at least very quality players, great rotational pieces available. And of course, there's always the trade situation to watch out for. And that's where we get back to Philadelphia and James Harden. Again, it looks like they're exploring trade options for his sake. He's he wants to be a free agent, or not? He wants to be with a, a different team, but he wants to get that exact contract. Again, kind of a hazy situation. Um, those are the main things to watch for Phoenix. It'll be interesting to see how they try and fill out the rest of their roster. Of course, outside of their four key players at this moment, the roster gets a little bit thin. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Uh, there's certain teams that seem to have most of the team kind of filled out and are pretty set in their ways. Teams like the Jazz, for example. I mean, looking at their roster, uh, they will make maybe some small cuts. They'll you know, make some final changes related to uh, Summer League, any players that might stand out. Otherwise, that basic rotation is going to stay in place. Only thing that maybe could change now that uh, Clarkson has signed his player option, maybe Colin Sexton could be a guy with some intrigue as well as Kelly Olenek. Those would be the names I'd look for. Otherwise, things seem fairly set in stone. Hornets are kind of that way as well. The Heat are intriguing as far as building up a little bit more depth. Um, what else do we have? I mean, Boston, they've kind of made their big move, of course, for Przingis. The Bucks have, again, a lot of questions. Middleton, Brooke Lopez, those depth pieces as well. Philadelphia, we've talked about. Um, what else do we have? Sacramento, I think, again, they answered a big question by bringing back Harrison Barnes. So they've got their starting lineup fully intact. Um, they've got a couple of their key bench pieces. The question is, can they bring back a guy like Trey Lyles and what can they do to strengthen that bench? You know, I think, I think the Kings have done kind of their, their main job there. And for the Knicks, they're pretty set too. I mean, they brought back Josh Hart, of course. So that was a big question. Uh, so they're fairly set as well. Lakers have a very thin roster at the moment. That'll be a big one to watch for. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and plug in this Joe Harris trade. Send him to Detroit. That's just very, very interesting, very exciting for you know what he could, what he could bring. Of course, the Pistons are in a position bringing in a guy like Monty Williams, where they're going to be looking to. Uh, you move from oh, interesting team with a lot of young players to okay, we want to be a little bit more competitive, and they have an interesting roster. I think they should be better than last, excuse me, than last year. Um, although I suppose that's not too difficult of a thing to achieve. Um, no offense, they just you know really had some struggles. They, of course, lost Cade Cunningham to injury. Um, but you bring in Joe Harris. With that shooting, um, 
and they kind of needed a little bit more shooting. So I think it is definitely a great move in that sense. Um, let me just adjust the roster here, make sure we're covering that. Yeah, so and the Nets kind of clear up things a little bit more for their younger timeline that they've shifted to with the, the Kevin Durant trade back in February. Um, and yeah, I have a few other things that I'll update on the side, of course, with restricted and unrestricted free agents, uh, qualifying offers, all that stuff. But it feels like we've covered most of that, you know, and I think uh, you can try and prognosticate. You can make some predictions as far as what you think would happen, what you think would make most sense. But at the end of the day, um, it's kind of the wild west as far as really predicting what teams are going to do. You know, I would have really have predicted the Bradley Beal trade to Phoenix, uh, at the end of the regular season, at the end of the playoffs, even just weeks before it happened, I wouldn't have predicted it. Um, and so me personally, I think it's just best to understand the layout and not really try and make too many predictions because, you know, there's some things where it's like, okay, that break, that news breaks and that makes total sense. There's other things where it's like, okay, that came completely out of left field. I would never have expected that. So that's kind of my general approach. Um, hopefully we've helped give you at least a little bit of an understanding. Again, the key players to watch out for James Harden, as far as a trade option goes, even though he's technically now picked up his option with the Sixers. Uh, Kyrie Irving likely going back to the Dallas Mavericks, of course. You have uh, Draymond Green. Um, Fred Van Vliet, interesting unrestricted free agent options that either you know return to their teams or be big name signings for teams looking to add talent. Um, a lot of teams kind of set already on rosters, Jazz and uh, some other names, but then of course teams that really need to fill out a roster. The Lakers are a big one. Um, the Bucks a little bit to an extent. Um, Heat could it fill in some spaces, and especially the Phoenix Suns, of course. And also the Warriors as well. As well, They have a little bit of gaps, especially in their depth pieces. So I think there's a lot of stuff to watch for. It's going to be a very exciting free agency period. But again, want to just leave it to what's going to happen. This episode mainly focused on giving you the background and the understanding of where things lie so that when things break, uh, as far as breaking news, all that kind of stuff, uh, you can kind of understand and appreciate the situation again. Hopefully that's hopefully that's a productive way to look at it, but um, let's go ahead and wrap things up real quick. Let's give you our, this day in history fact uh, this one coming to you, of course, from J- June 30th, we're going back to 1969, uh, June 30th of 1969 NBA great Bill Russell announced his retirement from the Boston Celtics after a stellar 13 year career that included 11 NBA championships In 1980, Russell was named the greatest player in the history of the NBA by the Professional Basketball Writers Association of America. Felt that was appropriate, especially, um, you know, we we lost him not too long ago. It was just this past offseason. So nearing a year since we've lost the great Bill Russell. uh, Always great to recognize his legacy. So that is it for our show today. Again, just a couple hours out from the real beginning of the chaos and we'll be reporting on that next week. We'll update our Instagram page with an exact time frame as far as episode scheduling and things like that. So keep an eye and an ear out for that. Otherwise, thank you all again for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll be back with you next week.